Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are joining, watching, or listening from, my name is IOT, and this is another episode of the Home of Nigerian Football Podcast. I have with me, as always, a special guest, a player for the Super Falcons of Nigeria and for SL Benfica Firmino in Portugal. I'm talking about Christy Uchebe. Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good evening. Yes. Um, so how are you doing? You know, how is life? Um, I know you're back in Portugal, you know, where you play club football. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling much better. Too much stress and um, less stress. Mm. And, and how is the how is the preseason training going? Because I mean, you are going to be back in club action very soon. I think they are done with um, preseason, I think, because um, on Saturday we have a cup game. So okay, okay. And I uh, would you say you are ready for the season? You know, ready to get back to doing what you do? Well, I'm always ready. <laughs> okay, always ready. I mean, you yeah, stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. That's the right mentality. Always ready. Um, okay. I want to ask you about the Women's World Cup. You know, I mean, you just went to your first ever Women's World Cup, you know, with Nigeria. Um, overall, you know, people think we had a great tournament, but I want to ask you about the moments um, during the tournament. My first question, though, before I get into that is, uh, you know, we're seeing you now with a different haircut. Um, why, why, did, why did you change your, your hairstyle? Um, nothing. I just want to look different. That's all. Well, this time, um, decided to cut it, my, cut it low. Yeah. Actually, my scalp, I'm feeling thin. My scalp pops a little bit, so I don't from, want to stress. From my, all the braids. Yeah, so <laughs> I just want to rest. Okay, because it's okay. going to be long season, like um, qualifiers for mm. Nations Club, Olympic, and Champions League, and League Games. And games. So mm. I just want to rest a bit. Let me, let me ask you this question, because sometimes football fans are very funny. Sometimes if a player has a bad game now, they'll say, ah, go and cut your hair, go and do this one, go and do that one. So as a, as a player, does your hairstyle affect you? No, for me, no. Mm. But if you don't do hairstyle, you play ball. So footballers should be free to do whatever hairstyle they want and fans should stop disturbing them. Yes, yeah, so at least we have our own life to live, like not every time like just play, like at least just do something like if you want to do something crazy, like not like crazy, 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 just little bits, like you are free to do anything, but mm. just be decent when you do that for me. Okay, okay. Sounds good, you know, and thank you for, for clarifying that for us. Um okay, let's let's get into the World Cup now. Uh, my first question, you, of course, represented Nigeria at the WAFCON in 2022. Um, that was, quote-unquote, maybe, should I say, your introduction to very competitive Super Falcons football. And then people saw you and they started to note your abilities on the ball, you know, how you play in game. Then fast forward to 2023 summer, you are again called up to represent the Super Falcons, this time in the World Cup. You know, I mean, footballers, male, female, the dream of going to the World Cup. So for you, how did it feel to finally have achieved that dream? For me, the feelings um, it's um, out of this world. It's a it's a blessing and honor and amazing to represent first of all to represent Christ at the World Cup, to represent myself, my family, and then to represent Nigeria and everybody. I think uh, for me, it's, it's a great honor. And when you saw your name on that list, I don't know, did they call you maybe a week before to tell you that you're going? 
you know, how did you find out that you were going to work? Normally, they send like messages like if we have a camp or anything, they send messages to the players for like visa and all the stuff. I guess um, they send it to like um, so many players, not just the ones that went to the World Cup, other players too, depending on the person. Like, because most people are still playing um, when they were sending messages. But yeah. when they called the finalists, um, I was not surprised. How did you react? You know, did you call your family and tell them, ah, I they go World Cup or me and I, me and I get ready? <laughs> well, the, the thing is, I was sleeping when they dropped the list. Mm. There's one of my little friends, he always plays with I train with them whenever I come back. He's the one that sent me a message and said, Ah, Christy, congratulations. And I was like, I saw the list. I was like, you know, some people they always say like just make they just want to make their own list before mm-hmm. NFF. So so I saw it and I was like, okay, let me just wait and see if um NFF is gonna put their official list out. And when I saw the list, I was so happy. I saw the list, my name was included. But I was not much surprised because it is my time to play at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah you're, not saying, you're not saying you'd be baller now, so... <laughs> so I waited for my own tournament for my time. So Because 2019, I was supposed to go for, like, at least two past, like, to go. If I was okay to go when I was in Sweden, I was just recovering when I went to Sweden. So but I didn't play. So I guess um, that was not my time. But this time, it was my time and I was ready for it. Mm. I'm no more surprised, but I was so happy and honored. Mm. Okay, okay. Amazing, amazing to hear. Mm. And then I guess my next question about that World Cup would be, they were assigning the jersey numbers for the tournament, you know, and you chose um, the number 10 jersey. You know, in football, generally, that number 10 jersey, they heavy. You know, then in Nigerian football, it's also a very heavy number because that's a number that a lot of legends of our game, you know, of the country have won that jersey to represent Nigeria. So when you pick number 10, did you feel like, okay, now I, I got to play well with this number because if not, Nigerians go, <laughs> go finish me. How did you feel about when well, number 10 jersey? Actually, no, I didn't. I was not pressured at any moment. For me, I see it like um, it's just a number. It is you that is playing the football, not the number. So, um, well, um, great people do wear number 10, and they always say the number is too heavy. My friend always asks, ah, oh, Christy, this number is heavy. I say, why really heavy? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to heavy the number. Uh-uh. So I felt like um, for me, it's just a number. Mm. It is me that is playing the football, not the number. So that is how I feel. I mean, but surely you must have known that people will talk about it, surely. Uh, no, the number, normal, normal team, the number, the 20 quarter, you can't even have Nigeria, so, well, you can't, you got to do extraordinary, so, well, mm. I know who all those ones will mind, like, because if I put them for mind, I wouldn't get, like, too many ideas of mm. distractions, so I just come up with my Mm. Okay, okay. Um, let's move forward to the games, um, the matches that we actually played at the World Cup. Um, opening game of our group phase was against Canada, Olympic champions, you know, top 10 side in the world. Going into that game against Canada, of course, we were without um, Halima Twainde, but, you know, young Deborah Abiodun stepped into the side. How did you feel 
knowing that, I mean, Ainde, who is the rock, you know, who is normally such a key player for Nigeria, was not going to be there, you know. Did you have to guide Deborah, you know, to be able to do well? How, how did you guys form that partnership in the first game against Canada? Well, when I already know, like, the style of Abiodu already, like, when I was in Amazon, she was playing with us at Amazon. Mm. I think that helped me a bit. It doesn't take me time to understand player when I'm playing with them. So I guess she's really also, she wants to play. She wants to showcase herself. Everybody wants to play. So the only thing is we just talk to ourselves, Christy and Deborah. Let's just do our best. We know um, Alima is not here and we are here. In as much as Nigeria, they think um, Alima too is the best person there. But within us, we know when we are given the opportunity, we also, we can do better. So the only thing is we just have to believe in ourselves and just talk to ourselves. And that is how we did it. Amazing. And I mean, we must say, you know, Deborah showed herself to be a good player. You know, she did very well. Unfortunately, she got that red card towards the end of the game, you know, but overall she was good. And, and then your own performance. You know, I've been watching you for some time now, you know, I mean, we're, we're quite close. So I, I know what you have in your locker. But for other Nigerians that were watching that game, everybody was like, oh, Christy is just everywhere on this field. Though. You know, how do you manage to play so intense, you know, running around, making tackles, and you don't get tired? How, how do you manage that? Is it a natural ability or you they train for them every time? Um, well, um, it's self-discipline. You have to discipline yourself first. Um, I think I've trained myself to have endurance um, because I, before I entered the game, my boyfriend always told me that um, we want to start again. Start with the first 15 minutes. First 15 minutes, every 15 minutes, take it like 15, 15 minutes because when you rush into the game, you get tired. So when I'm done with 15 minutes, I'll tell myself, Christy, it's many more 15 minutes. More 15 minutes, and that is how I. So I you just psych yourself, you psych yourself yeah. up mentally, you know. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, honestly, it is amazing the kind of ground that you are able to cover. You know, after the match, I look at your heat map. Every single part of the field, you have presence there. If you want it, I'm more, what, what kind of engine? <laughs> well, I was ready because after my club, when I came back to Nigeria for a break, I don't know if we are going to have a camp. But I'm just telling myself, even if we go get camp or no go get camp, guy, I got to do try because I'm not saying first Alima is not gonna play and I have to do like extra mm. to work overwork myself and to work on my endurance and my game also. So for me I don't think I have like that much break because I was just pushing myself like all through when I was in Nigeria. I climbed Hilo, the heel long <laughs> so I just have to do what I have to do. Okay. In, in that game against Canada, I believe you made six tackles, you made three blocks, and up the other end of the field, you were also able to create two chances. So when you initially started playing, you know, and I started watching you, you were more of this player that used to make tackles. But now, you know, we're seeing you play and also being able to create opportunities, you know, closer to the opponent's goal. Is that a part of your game that you've intentionally worked on? so that you can be more of a box-to-box player? Um, I think it's kind of my player because um, I don't have a position. Like, I mean, I play all the position. Anyone where they say my player would be. But, you know, coming from Nigeria where you just have to play everywhere, if 
Your teammate is not ready. Like she's injured or anything. The coach will be like, Christy, I hear you go play today. You don't have a choice. They just they build us up in Nigeria to like to learn how to play like all positions. Um, because I started as a right back. I was playing as a right back when I started playing. So it was on under 17 that Coach Bala had to switch me to play six. When I went to Sweden, I played as a 10. So I think it's like not today something. So just get I'm out for body. Player, yeah. mm. Okay, so what of all the positions, which one would you say is your is your favorite? I me, I like attacking this video because I like to ball. Me, I want to play ball. Like I like <laughs> attacking. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, good to know. I mean, so playing that game against um, Canada, first half, fantastic job by everybody, holding them off. And then second half like this, three minutes into second half, penalty. When that happened, were you feeling like, ha, huh, Omar, everything don't spoil now, you know? Or did you just feel like, well, even if they score, we go still score them back. How did you feel when we considered that penalty? I felt like I believe Chiamaka. Chiamaka, they come to like, I know say God now, number one, but Chiamaka, they come to his head. Like, I had big ground that day. She was not, like, shaky or anything. When they had the penalty, we were just like, Chiamaka, I know you're going to do You're going to do it. Come on, girl. Just follow your mind. And she gave us that confidence. And everyone believed in her that she's going to do it. Even in practice, she's a good penalty catcher also. So I was not even shaky inside that pitch. But it was unfortunately... Um, against England to be out of penalty. Okay, okay. I mean, and then playing 0-0 in the first match against Canada, he gave us a good, I think he gave us a good step, you know, to build on for the second and third group games. And of course, you played against one of your friends, you know, Chloe Lacasse, um, your former teammate at Benfica, now she has moved to Arsenal. Is that something that you enjoy, you know, being able to play against um, your teammates, you know, when they are playing for the national team? Yeah. Was there any banter before the match? Maybe you don't text her and say, oh, more Chloe, we go beat you today. Or she, you know, did you have any kind of banter like that? No, 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 no. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Just good luck on Okay. Let's move on to the game against Australia. Second group game, this time we are facing the host nation. They have all their crowd behind them. Halima Swahinde is now back for this game as well as Rashida Tajibade, you know, in the attack as well. What do you think gave us that extra boost to be able to defeat Australia, you know, in front of their home fans? We believe in ourselves and we always psych ourselves up a night before the game. Like, Nato die for that pitch, you go die for that pitch. Even if they're going to join any team with two countries to come and play us, <laughs> we must we'll play. Mm. Like, we are meant for big games. Like you see, and the crowd don't scare us. Mm. You can see it also um, when we play at um, the Nations Cup against Morocco. Okay. We played against the crowd and we played against the team, even when we are one, one down. So, crowd doesn't scare us. We always like ourselves up and we believe in ourselves because we are better than what other people think of us. And yeah. I mean, in that game against Australia again, you came through with another very impressive performance. Seven tackles, two interceptions, three clearances. And again, another two chances that you created. How do you manage? I know people will say, okay, professional now, you don't train, all this thing. But how do you manage to maintain back-to-back, very, very high-level performances 
at the World Cup, is it just a result of you know the work that you've already done before the tournament? Well, it's not just the result of the work I do. It's also the result of my teammates also because mm. we push everybody, we go along with everybody, we push everybody in cycles. Um, not just me that did um like that kind of work. Alimans made also like everyone actually that everybody also the men in Chiamaka, everybody like it's just that we are two two on the pitch. Like psyching ourselves or playing like come on, let's go, we can't do it, you can't do better. And me doing like that at the World Cup, um it was like the help of my teammates. Amazing, amazing. Shout out to all the teammates. I mean of course having Halimatwa in Bay back must have also helped, you know in terms of just being able to put in that kind of performance. Okay, the game against Ireland. We knew that we had to win that game to finish as group winners. If we, yeah. you know, we needed a, a draw is enough to qualify. But if we win, we finish first in the group. I mean, it was a difficult game. Ireland had nothing to lose, so they went all out. And we played 0-0 in that match. We qualified for the round of 16. Very beautiful one. But after the match, a lot of Nigerians you know, we're saying that, ah, oh, these girls, men, they're supposed to win, they're supposed to win, they're supposed to finish first, you know. As a player that was part of it, did you feel disappointed a little bit, you know, that you were not able to win the group? Or did you feel like, you know, you had still done the job that was necessary? Well, we the players, we were not disappointed in ourselves. We were, like, happy. It's a game. Island, they came to play. We came to play as well. So we had chances, and they had chances also. Nobody used the chances. But we know if we had won the game, it's going to be like, for us, it was going to be like a 70 or a 60-50 chance like, to go into the quarterfinals. But for me, I think I like it. Like Even with the draw, it was okay for me because it's just be like, say, we draw the game to make a statement at the World Cup against England. And it was a job well done. We were unbeaten at the World Cup. Like, unbeaten. So for me, I feel like we did a great job. It was just the penalty we, mm. we went up. So for me, I was not disappointed with the 0-0 played against Ireland. Talking about that penalty, you know, um, you're talking about the round of 16, drawn up against England, um, European champions, one of the top nations in the world as well. In my opinion, I've said this, I think that's the best game that I've watched the Super Falcons play. Even the games that we won 3-0, 4-0, no sweet me reached that game against England. You know, a team that had so much yeah. hype, you know, um, in the tournaments, before the tournaments, and we controlled them so well. Joe, we finished work for that place. Like, we finished the work. For me, we were the best. They confirmed for work of, say, Kai, no, we are not a push team. Like, they confirmed it. So that is my joy. And, you know, that game against England, did you feel any extra motivation? You know, like you were saying, we confirmed that we're not pushovers. So did you feel any extra motivation before the game, say, um, or today we guys finish these people? Everyone was motivated before the game. We knew we're going to make a difference in that game. We knew we are better. We knew what we have. So we went all out. For me, I don't care if they carry England and US put together or not play. Now, one football would play an 11 11. So, for me, I don't think the name is it's just the name. Mm. Well, they have done so well. But for me, when I'm playing, I just feel like it's just the name. Let's play the game. Football changes. 
So, for me, just the name. That game against England, you had another another fine game in midfield. You know, playing 120 minutes, you know, also making five tackles, three interceptions, you know, as usual, keeping up your, your standard in that game. And then in the penalty shootouts, you know, you took a penalty. You know, in, in as much as, you know, I like you and you watch your games, when I saw you go for that penalty, I was like, please, God, oh, hey, Christy, please, oh, no, no, no mess up for here. Oh, you stay. But you took your penalty so calm, so, so confident. Is that something that you always knew that if the game goes to penalties, you are going to take one? Did you always know that? Yeah. And, you know, have you been practicing penalties? You know, because it was a really good penalty, you know? Um, well, I practiced penalty just once. It, I think a day before the game. Mm. That is when I practiced the penalty with my team, like when they were practicing. Mm. So you had that confidence that you are going to score no matter what in this penalty. Ah. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, you, you kind of had to score because we had already missed two in the beginning. So if you did not score, <laughs> now nah, nah, mm. for them, you go come out. <laughs> and you know, I forgot my head. Uh, all the same, we lost that game on penalties. Um, Chiamaka followed all the all the shots, but she just could not save um, some of them. Yeah. Um, a very painful exit, but something happened after that match. Something that does not happen often. You know, even though Nigeria lost the game, the reaction from Nigerians was positive. Yeah. People were yeah. talking about, we are so proud of the girls. We are so happy. After we finish just losing match, people still they praise you and say, how oh, much you did so well. You know, as a player, is that something you've seen before and how did it make you feel? Well, this is my second time of like witnessing it. it the first one was um, against Morocco when we like, we crashed out of the uh, women's mission and now at the World Cup. I was so happy to see Nigerians like happy their performance and everything. So despite what everyone is going through in Nigeria, at least we put a smile on their faces and we made them happy. That is my joy. And I mean, by reaching the round of 16, you were also able to make your own bank account happy a little bit. You know, you guys <laughs> got your, your um, reward from FIFA. So if you don't mind me asking, what's the first thing you're going to do with that 60K? <laughs> Mm. I don't know yet what to do with it. Or just keep it. Like I don't know yet. Let me just not say. It. I don't okay, know okay. No problem. No problem. Um. Okay. So overall, you know, in one sentence, how would you describe your experience at the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Um. I think it was a great outing. Yeah. Yeah. With my teammates, Nigerians, because we went all out together. So mm. it was a great one. It was a honor for me to represent 200 million people, if I'm not, if I'm correct. So I think it's a blessing and honor for me. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. And at the end of the tournament, you know, in terms of the performance that, you know, you had, you finished amongst the top 10 in terms of most tackles made, you know, in the tournament, even though the people that finished above you were people that got to semi-final, final, you know, it shows the kind of level that you performed at. How did you feel about your own individual performance at the World Cup? Do you feel like 
you really showed yourself to the world. Yeah, I was proud of myself. Um, I did a great job out there at the World Cup, and I showed what I'm made of. I feel like if we had progressed to the finals, maybe that tackle for the beach hundred. So, boy, it was a great one. I was proud of myself, and I'm still proud of myself. And also, I'm proud of my teammates. I want to say thank you to them for making me a better person, for pushing me. Amazing. Um, and then, you know, looking forward to the upcoming season, you know, with your club, Benfica, um, what are some of the goals that you set for yourself? You know, how, how do you want to build on the performance that you had at the World Cup? Well, it's just to add up with what I did at the World Cup and to be better than how I was last season and at the World Cup. Just to be better, yeah. You know, any goals of winning the league again, you know, winning the cup? How many goals are you planning to score this season for us or how many assists? I want to know my position. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, I hope I'm going to score more goals. I'm not, I don't know the um, actual amount I'm going to say, but I hope I'm going to score. And for the trophies, winning trophies is my best right mm. in my club, my clubs. So I think the League Cup again, we will see good champions, another champions again. I think we're going to win it. I know we're going to win the league and I feel it. And also the cup games. Um, I think I've won all the cup in Portugal, just remaining the Portuguese cup. And this season, Baba, they call the economy commons. It's just to do better mm. to fight for it. Amazing, amazing. For anybody that's watching you, you know, that is looking up to you, you know, any young boy, young girl that wants to be a professional footballer like yourself, wants to play at the World Cup just like yourself, what would you give them as your, you know, own little advice? Well, I'm going to tell them, be yourself, do what you have to do, work hard, Pray hard, be determined, be focused. Don't let anyone pull you down. Any two place I want to open my pockets, do it in your mind, but do the right thing. And if Christy Uchibe can make it to this level, you guys also can do it, mm. no matter what. Amazing, amazing. We'll keep watching you. We'll keep supporting you. By God's grace, you know, we'll still see you at the Olympics. You know, hopefully we qualify. We'll see you at the Olympics. We see you at the WAFCON that's coming up again um, in another year's time. And then in another four years, we hope to see you again at your second World Cup. You know, even doing better than how you've just performed and what you are doing right now. So thank you very much, Christy. We'll call it a wrap. Um, I hope you enjoyed talking to me. This one was short, short and sweet. Um, yeah. But of course, um, nice memories about the World Cup, you know, and hopefully more yeah. to come. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. All right, bye-bye.